0: People who haven't been here or haven't heard it, let's just start with, basically, this is always an introductory offer, yeah, because there's no product to sell. You're the product, basically, that you're looking for. Secondly, this talk isn't directed at you. It's directed at Big M Mind, yeah, because I've experienced enough times that talking to you about Mind goes nowhere. But talking to mind about a you goes very, very far. Yeah. Because once the mind entertains that it's not that, that's that. Yeah. When the head is entertaining, I'm not that, the I'm not that goes on and on and on and on and on. To the point where in a lot of if you see a lot of these types of meanings now, there are people who are trying to be a non self as a self. They figure if they study it enough and they go to enough meetings, they'll be there to get it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> you can't get to where you already are. Yeah, You can't get to where you already are. We shared this last night, but there's a Recovery is a big deal to me, the book of AA and stuff. and There's a statement in there about quit playing God is the biggest thing. It's actually bigger than all the other steps in a way because the biggest step of AA is surrender in a way. And this precedes it and says, first, before the surrender, there's got to be a quit playing God. Why? Why would that be the case? Because if that which is playing God surrenders, it's going to undersurrender. It's going to unsurrender very quickly. Yeah? then it's going to play a game, like, oh, I surrendered, but then when it wants to meet a girl or something, no, I've unsurrendered, and surrendered, unsurrendered. But if the thing that's playing God, he has quit playing God, and then tries to quit playing God, isn't that playing God? If that which is playing God attempts to quit playing God, wouldn't that be playing God? And then it tries to play stop playing, quit playing God, but wouldn't that be playing God? And every time it st- tries to stop playing God, it's still that which is playing God. And it's gonna go on ad infinitum. It's never gonna lead to any any completion. It just goes on and on and on and on and on. And the same thing here. We say it in recovery, self can't get out of self. Well, what the hell? Because my whole life was pretty much trying to get out of self. But I was trying to get out of self as a self. Yeah. So basically, that which was the system wanted to escape the system as the system. So even the escape now becomes part and parcel of the expression of the failed system, and so on and so on. You're never going to get over this little, like, pickup. Yeah. So, when you put interest in trying to get out of self, that interest is being used to reinforce the idea that there's a self trying to get out of itself. Yeah. Like Ramana Maharshi says, people have qu- told me that he says this in many different ways, but it doesn't matter what he said; it's the feeling of it, Yeah, in my, in my, my view. And he says it very, he says, the problem is that there is a presupposing of a non-existent thing. So, if you've ever seen someone you know dead, and you were calling Fred, Fred as a body, and then you see the spirit out of Fred as a body, you will may get a quick hit that that ain't that ain't Fred, the body, because now he's out of the Toyota, and you were call you thought Fred was the Toyota, but now you're seeing the Toyota without Fred in it, and you know that it wasn't Fred. Yeah, it was a Toyota. Yeah, this so. There's a presupposing, and it's the perfect wording because pre means before, right? So there's before supposing. So the supposing, or the assuming, that you're a long-lasting, independent thing is presupposed. So it comes after, let's say, consciousness as the baseline of being alive here, yeah? Consciousness is in contact. Consciousness is seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching... There's a story, it's you, but it is a story. yeah. Because the story came after the conscious contact, and now implies it's before the conscious contact. So now, consciousness isn't seen as all there is, it's seen, or it's looked at, as an attribute you have, and that you can become more conscious or less conscious. And in most cases, people feel they're more, they're less conscious, and that drives the seeking to be more conscious. So for you to want to get out of somewhere, if you seem to want to get out of something so bad, you must believe you're in it, yeah? Or there would be no drive to get out. So you see the drive to get out as a noble endeavor, but really it's rooted in what you think you're in. And if you're not in what you think you're in, all the trying to get out will be doing what? It'll be reinforcing the lie that you're in. And it's very befuddling and it's very confusing because we think we're really t- putting our interest and attention to a noble goal, not realizing that the interest and attention is being used to reinforce something that isn't true. While you're trying to find the truth, you're actually reinforcing something that isn't true. Yeah? So he says that there's a presupposing or non-existent thing that wants to get salvation for the non-existent thing. You would never have to go to another class. If you were at a four-year spiritual college, this, you would be under, you'd be done the first day. You'd, have, you'd go to lunch and never go back you actually heard this. You would <laughs> You'd hear it and go, thank you, professor. And You're full of shit, and I'm going. Because it's obvious, yeah, I've been trying to find salvation for a non-existent thing as a non-existent thing it didn't it wasn't working because i wasn't doing enough it wasn't working because my concentration was bad it's built to not work it's built that your drive to get out is being used to reinforce the idea you're in all the time so he says all right if this is the case that there's a presupposing so we believe that we're something yeah we don't see it as something that came after. We believe it's the Alpha and the Omega. So everything comes after Paul. So consciousness, I'm the one who's doing it. Thinking, I'm the thinker. Feeling, I'm the feeler. Doing, I'm the doer. Yeah? It's an incredible move. Because now it uses everything that's just happening, called living here, it uses it to imply it's happening to somebody. So you remember when you were a kid, you were, it was like life was happening to some point and then suddenly it turned into life's happening to me. Totally different. You had a living quality to life's happening and suddenly you're, hand, you're getting an interpretation of life in a self-centered manner. Now you see everything how it pertains to you. And now you feel uncomfortable being nude when you're four years old. You got to put on some pants or something like that and the whole freaking thing starts. And so slowly but quickly, life, the living of it, gets totally, totally diminished and you get an interpretation about it. And the interpretation is totally based on what's not happening. You're missing what's happening because we're absorbed in what's not happening. If If someone comes in here totally flipped out, it's very rarely based on Friday night. It's based on last Friday or next month then we're not even responding to what's happening. We're reacting from what's not happening. To the point where you'll buy books of how to get into the moment when it's impossible for you to ever be out of a moment. But when you're in what's not happening, it sure seems like you're out of the moment. But is it so? No. What's not happening is being entertained in what's always happening. The simplicity of getting out of what's not happening is just recognizing it's not happening. There's not, there's not a secondary step you have to, have to apply to what's not happening. You just see it as not happening. <laughs> it's like if I went to school now and I became a psychiatrist, I would specialize in what's not happening. <laughs> I'd only have to work one day my whole life, my whole career, because I'm charging like 200 bucks, or maybe more for an hour session, and I could have 60 people in one day because they'd come in expecting to get an hour therapy session, they'd start bitching about what's not happening. i say, that's not happening, see so you next week. What, right, <laughs> oh, I'd, oh yeah. I'd be done by 12 in the afternoon. I wouldn't have to work for a couple of years. Literally, this pandering to the fucking trip is incredible. Oh, yes. Let's talk about... Let's try to get to the bottom of it. There's no bottom of it. (laughs) If you got to the bottom of your problems of your family of origin on Earth, your head would entertain a family of origin on Mars. (laughs) It would just produce fucking shit. And when it produces shit, it gives a historical feeling to it. It's sort of like the mind is just... It's throwing chum in the fucking sea of consciousness. The consciousness rises up takes the chum and as soon as it bites the bait, it turns into a fish, seemingly. And then it seemingly now feels like it's a historical fish. Now all the memories rush in to verify that it was a fish four years ago because the memories picture you as a fish. And it's titled 1999, and now you're in 2005. So now you believe you were a fish. And then you're worrying constantly about what's going to happen to the fish that you think you are in the future. So now you, you're <laughs> you picture yourself as a fish, you're projecting yourself as a fish, and therefore you feel like a fish now. <laughs> if you were here, right here, you wouldn't fucking come up with feeling like a fish. It has to be remembered. For you to be something that you're not, it has to be remembered that it was once you and it will be you. That's the only way it can seem to be you now. There's no way, there's no legs it can stand on other than fucking memory. The thought system pictures us, when you're listening to K-Paul, or whatever channel you want to go. it's usually, you know, your name, and then but it sells they all sell the same fucking product, you know what I mean? They have golden oldies and what was once and what I hope to be. And hopefully a white knight or a white knightess will run into my life and save me, at least for a few weeks. Yeah? <laughs> when you're listening to this, the thought system pictures us as a body. When you are thought about you can't think about you as a spirit other than as a body, having spirit. When you picture you four years ago, you're pictured in your head as a body. It couldn't picture spirit. Because there was no spirit four years ago, there's only now. But in this little mental realm, there's a then and a there. And in there, in the past, it's all about fucking you. In the future, it would be so insane if you woke up one day and realized you've been worrying about a complete imaginary stranger all your freaking life. Because even when you get to who you're worrying about, you're not even going to feel like you feel now about who you are. The personality will change. When you look at the body, the body will tell you you've changed. All this shit. So you're worrying completely. You're not. The head is... It's like a fucking mental hand sitting on fucking imaginary eggs. And then just hatches a fucking you here and there. And the only reason why we're interested in it, incessantly interested in it, is it's about us. I'm not going to listen a lifelong narration about Stanley, unless I'm Stanley. I'm not. I'm going to turn it off in two minutes. Can you imagine if I sat here while we are having a talk, and, but I'm really consumed with, you know, if Stanley wouldn't have made that left turn in Toronto five years ago, maybe he would have met his wife down at where we were today, and he'd have two kids now, and there wouldn't be a divorce in the horizon. And I could go like that for 30 years if I'm Stanley. I swear, if I didn't say, I would just be absorbed in what could have happened, possibly, soon, but I'm not absorbed about anyone else. You've got to see something there. It's, the movie isn't fucking that good. It's the audience that makes it so. We're totally... It's like we used to do the story of having a marquee in front of this building and it says, Paul's story. Yes, yeah, so about forty Pauls come with the <laughs> hopes <laughs> that it's about them and then some ex girlfriends of Paul, so they can be right about Paul, come to the movie and everyone's sitting there and everyone's fucking excited, so excited they don't realize they don't pay attention to the juju bees are stale, popcorn sucks, you know, it smells sort of in the none of that is making any 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 dent in them because they're really into it. I'm gonna it's about me. So the movie starts. Yeah. And in very quick very quick time, they all see it's it's only about me, this Paul. And I'm totally into it. My whole life could change with this call. Is it the boss? Is it the girl? Now, they're all bored. They want to get out. Why? Because it's not about them. That's the whole point. So if you can see that it's not about them, then you can see why it is the way it is because it's all about them. If I'm here and there's a meeting over there, and there's a pretty girl in that meeting that I have plans about, which I haven't broke the news to her yet. I'm going to marry her or something. And I'm keenly interested in her, and I'm supposed to be doing a talk, but my attention is more into trying to listen to what she says to her friends, because I'm hoping she's going to say, I like that guy Paul, you know. So I'm listening intently, and people notice I don't seem to be here, and they, they say, hey, Paul, you know, you're here. You got it. Oh, yes, but my attention just keeps going there. So then someone comes and puts a... Book on the table, how to lose interest in a conversation in another room. I page through it, but it doesn't seem to help. I'm like, really listening. Suddenly she's saying something to her friend. I'm like, fucking, yeah, yeah. And she says, I like that guy, Matt. And my name is Paul. What happens? I completely lose interest in the conversation completely I didn't have to send Navy SEAL 16 in there to retrieve my attention (laughs) not my attention it just immediately leaves that topic because it's not about me what we're missing is this whole thing is an activity the bondage of self there is no bondage of self as a bondage as a verb to a thing the bondage of self is an activity The verb is the act of being identified as a self. That is what the mental state is entertaining, and when it entertains, it presupposes it before the entertaining. So when it's entertaining the act of being identified as a self, you have a sense that you're the one who's entertaining the act of being identified as a self. It's like this happens all the time. People get in touch with me and they hear this terminology, selfing, and they call me or text me and go, Oh, I've noticed I've been selfing all day. That's not the selfing. The selfing is the feeling of being the one, yeah, who's selfing, or the feeling of being the one who's being selfed upon, yeah? That's the verb. That's it. The act of being identified as a self is the mental process, it's constant verbing. All the other stuff is riffing it. The memories are there to support this idea. Yeah, And if you see it as an activity, there's a possibility that it stops. Yes, Not stops in a manner that it doesn't play the same own tune, but it stops in a way that it doesn't have your interest and attention anymore. It's as if you're listening to K. Stanley and you're not a Stanley. That's the traveling item. And the fact is, if you're here entertaining this idea... In time, it will demonstrate itself because you will notice you're traveling lighter. It doesn't mean the geography of your action figure is going to change, it could, but it means you'll travel lighter with what's ever in store for the action figure. And then after this has been happening for quite a while, you realize what more do you freaking want. You know, that the that, the, that this strange, unfamiliar sense of okayness has been projected as a quest for enlightenment or awakening, but really, if you felt satisfied right now and content, you wouldn't have any interest in enlightenment or awakening. You would be too busy being satisfied and content. You'd be freed from all that. Yeah, Your interest wouldn't be waylaid into those false pursuits of trying to find what you are as something that you're not. You would realize, I am not going to spend another second looking for what's looking That's it. That's the immediacy of being awake. Not an awakening event or awakening. Being awake. There's the act of being awake. And one of the things you're awake to is the mental processing called self You see it instead of looking from it. It's totally different. It keeps on presenting the story of you as an action figure, but now a lot of your investment in it has been removed. And instead of... Being used to enslave you to what's not happening, it'll be enriching your night. You'll be awake to being awake. Yeah, You'll never get chipped again. Never. You will sense whatever is available to be sensed in this event. You'll be totally, you will be on the pulse of living. 24-7. Even when you're in asleep, you're lucidly awake. So it's the seeing of what you're not, is what we are. Yeah, there is no seer, there's no divine seer, there's no divine being, there's being. There's seeing, being, listening, hearing, smelling, tasting. There is no taster, nor tasted, there is no hearer, nor heard. There's just hearing, seeing, feeling, tasting, touching. This whole place is verbing, constantly never, there's no noun to be found. This one part of verbing by the mental state implies there's a noun. And it places the noun, which is just a verb at the time, before the other verbs and says, I'm the one that's doing it, I'm the one who's thinking, I'm the one who's feeling, I'm the one who's had that, I'm the one who lost that. And then that's the whole system of self-centeredness, just like Orpheus, or whatever his name was, looking at this Narcissus looking at his reflection in the pond. All we see is ourselves all fucking dead. It's not going anywhere. The freedom is prior to the bondage. If you actually told the truth about bondage, you would realize the bondage, as we say in recovery, is of self. Without the self, there would be no bondage. The bondage is of self. Just like in old English, there would be like Stephen of Kent. Yeah? So he came from Kent. So, or Jim of Baltimore or something. So it's bondage of self. Without the self, there is no bondage. And I'm telling you, there is no self. There's just selfing. And the selfing can never, never, never become a self. It implies you already are one, but it can never become one. That's why it does what it does. It can never become one, so it implies you already are one, all day. So you're assuming or supposing you're something that you're not. It's like we had it, and so Ramana goes like this. All right, so this is in place. And then, all right, the next part is, if your spiritual practices themselves are reinforcing the non-existent thing, how can we destroy the non-existent thing? So if I'm doing practices from the point of view of being a non-existent thing, those practices are being used to reinforce the non-existent thing, though I'm believing a story that they're going to destroy the non-existent thing. But I'm thinking, I see the non-existent thing from the non-existent thing. Yeah? What are you going to do when you realize the non-existent thing is non-existent there's nothing more you need to do you don't go back every day and check its pulse it's non-existent you don't have it doesn't have to be killed or vanquished where are you going to vanquish it to it's already vanquished completely it's non-existent so what's the appropriate response you'll freaking rest Yeah. There'll be only one day in your whole life and that's now. And not with any effort or thought. these are all byproducts. You entertain certain ideas and this is the fruit that that tree bears. and you'll know the tree by its fruits. If traveling light stabilizes, then you're onto something. yeah. Why not keep sitting underneath that tree? Same fruit are gonna appear. Yeah. And you cannot know the tree, but you know it by its fruits. So you know you're on to something when the fucking thing actualizes. Not like a philosophical understanding, because that's worthless when the shit hits the fan. But the sense of being what you've been looking for. Yeah? And therefore it's always available at all times, right where you are, with no requirement necessary to meet it. What more do you want? Isn't that what we're really seeking for here with love and everything else? Is reliability. We want something that lasts. But here it's never to be found because we are, that, we are the only non-thing that lasts. What we are is what we're looking for. The seeker is the sort. Like St. Francis says, what's looking is what you're looking for. I love to say this because what we believe is, all right, what's looking is what I'm looking for, but there's going to be like 50 pages of requirements that I have to fulfill to be what I'm looking for. But in fact, it just says what's looking now is what you're looking for now. The 50 pages of requirements we make up It's so much more fun and exciting in the mental realm to, to try to become something than to be it. You can write more blogs about becoming fucking spiritual than you can write blogs about being spiritual. There's nothing to fucking say. It's like every morning, every day is the same. I woke up. <laughs> <laughs> Awake all day. Went <laughs> to bed. And all this shit is just passing. It's like a movie. It's like a movie screen, with tons of movies. It's not. There's one movie playing, then another movie playing, another movie playing, and this one screen. How many screens are changed in movie theaters? How much wear and tear happens on the screen, even though it has a rough fucking cowboy movie? It no, there's no marks of books on the screen. You can have incredible melodrama, everyone's crying in the movie, tons of terrible surgeries going awry, but fucking, there's no blood on the screen. It's just available, and it holds and allows everything to pass over it like a fucking surface. Yeah, But none of it ever, ever gets absorbed in it. Nothing soaks into the fucking screen. Nothing is left from whatever, I don't care how many movies has played on the screen, you're not going to see one scene of any of those movies imprinted on the fucking screen. Not one. It always completes, has its complete nature, totally impeccably untouchable. Why do you think that represents its mind? Big M mind. We believe we can fuck things up that we can never, ever fuck up. You believe that you can do such an act that you'll be exiled, but the screen can ex- never exile itself from the screen. It can only seem to be something other than the screen and then play a pantomime about being exiled. But it only can reach a level of seemingly so. It means it appears to the screen that it's forgotten to be the screen. And now it's totally invested in the movie. Yeah. But did it actually happen? No. It can only seem to happen. It's like false evidence that's appearing real. It doesn't mean it's real. It's false evidence appearing real. That's the acronym for FEAR we use in recovery. But false evidence appearing real has to appear real to what's real. If something that's false seems real, it must be seeming real to what's real. What else could give it that meaning? What else could make false evidence seem real, only real? How long would it take for that false evidence that seemed real to become false evidence again? No time at all, because it's never not been false evidence. Yeah? The journey is already gone. We're already awake, but we believe we're not. So we're, we're almost in a time warp. What we're looking for to happen is always, always happening. (laughs) We're looking for what's always happening to happen. We know beyond knowing, because we are that which we're looking for already. Why would you have such a drive to find what you already are? Something misdirected us. The mental state has gave you an identity and says you're not that, and get on with it. And one of the biggest, biggest sufferings in this place is for that which we are to look for that which we are. It's the blindness of this place. When you're looking for what you are, you're blind to it. When you're seeing what you're not, you're being it. When you're looking for it as what you're not, you're blind to it. When you're seeing what you're not, that's being it. And when that's, when, if it dawns on you, which is possible all the time, because it can't really even dawn on you, can something that's always happening dawn? Mm-hmm. So let's say, somehow, whammo, I'm telling you, one of the downloads of it is going to tell you it's always been this fucking way. In other words, it totally negates everything you've ever believed in as being real. It erases it in no time, just it was never there to begin with. You see it, maybe it only lasts for a second, but when you see it, it downloads. It negates past, it negates future, it, cr- it negates all po- insane impossibilities you've been entertaining as possible in the future. Like that. And you have a very strong hit, it's always been this fucking way. That all that I thought had happened didn't leave one footprint on the whole place. It's like that. It's like knowledge that you would work fucking 80 years to acquire in a nanosecond. just hits you. Now, you may seem to lose it, which many of us seem to lose it, but there was no losing what you are. Something in you has never forgot, and it never needs to be remembered. It's always available at all times, right where we are, with no requirement necessary other than the ones we make up. And a lot of spiritual practices really are about, like Ramana says, it's just dispelling ignorance. There's no spiritual realization of what is always realized. How could there be a realization of that? Where would you enter it? If something that's always going on, where would be the entrance and exit? In other words, it implies you're in it as it now. We just don't think so. The thinking is what makes insanity seem sane. If you lose interest in the thoughts, the hold that thoughts have over you will diminish. If you gain, if you try to get interested in losing thoughts, you'll fucking have more of them. If you lose interest in being the thinker, the, the effects or the influence of thoughts in your life will diminish. If you get rid of all your thoughts except for the thought that you're the thinker, there'll be no fucking value in it. The thinker is it. The thinker, the feeler, the doer. That's the bonding element. When you believe you're you're the doer, then all the doing that happens, you write yourself into it. When you believe you're the thinker, then all the thoughts are like little children that you've produced. Have you ever gone to a park with 30 kids and let's say three of them are yours? Where's your interest going to be on the three kids that are yours? Same thing with thoughts and my thoughts. If there's my thoughts, there's a huge amount of focus on those thoughts. That's what gives them so much power. This is about dispersal. It's not concentration or focus. It's out of focus. You're fucking very, very relaxedly awake, so to speak. You're not concentrating. There's what are you going to find here? If you're looking for what's looking, what are you going to find? So, it's simple invitation. We've never changed in years. It's been the same talk every time. Fifteen years. Because it's not, not, it's, 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 there's no advanced course. Yeah? There isn't. It's a simple invitation. Sooner or later, it's inevitable that you're going to realize there's no need to get it. You are. You're going to cut out all the middle men and middle women, and you'll see that you were the middle man and the middle woman. That will be cut out, and then the immediacy of it will be obvious, and then you'll be looking for shit that you can find instead of looking for shit you can't find.
1: Yeah.
0: I'll use the example. I'm just trying to remember my golden oldies just attempting to get this across. Why? I don't know. It's really hopeless, really. How can I convince you you're already that? But here, so there's a brownie camera. Remember the brownies? In America, they were like a $20 like little plastic thing with a plastic lens. You basically just pointed and hoped you could take, you know, something was, (laughs) and you couldn't see the person you were taking a picture of. It's like looking through a Coke bottle, the bottle, but you know, and then, so all right, so there's this brownie, and then there's this camera, huge camera, with a walking tripod, let's say It's 360 degree HD super lenses, and it's walking around, and it looks at this brownie, and it it goes down, and it looks through the brownie, and as it looks through the brownie, it becomes identified as the brownie camera. <clears throat> yeah? So now it's seeing everything in a yellow tint and sit like that. So now it start, and it's still the big camera, but it's taken itself to be the little camera. So now it's buying like eight hundred dollar Nikon lenses and putting it on the brownie. <laughs> which isn't doing anything, because the basic lens is fucked. <laughs> you know what I mean? It doesn't matter how many new lenses you put on it, the first lens is distorted, yeah? So on and on it goes, and it's trying to live like a brownie, and It's but, you know, it's not working. And then one day, here's the fact, it entertains the idea, hey, I'm not that, and how long would it take for it to separate from the brownie? It had never been the brownie, Yeah. So it was totally, perfectly intact as the fucking incredible camera, but it wasn't accessing that incredibleness because it was trying to access it as a brownie camera. Once it saw it wasn't a brownie camera, all of those possibilities that were available at all times suddenly become available to it as the big camera. Not trying to make it available, the qualities of the big camera, as a brownie. But just seeing that you're not a brownie, what do you fall back upon? You're at the fucking other camera. How long does it take? That's why we're missing it. We want to look for it. We want to be there to get it. We want to have it. We want We much rather have it as an experience than as a state, because. The experience is much more fun, and you can tell a lot of people about it. How are you going to tell a lot of people about going to the store, you know, just dog shit awareness all day? It's, it's, I mean, if I saw myself when I was seeking, this would, be the, this would be the reason why I was seeking, incredibly, was this? this. From a seeker's point of view, this looks totally, completely boring. I'm fucking not signed up for an ayahuasca retreat. I'm not going to mix Tantra with something else. I could, but we're not. None of this is happening. It seems as boring as possible, but that's the joy of it. It's in the ordinariness of it that allows it to stay around.
2: Well, that's sad, I
0: think. (laughs) Unless you have any questions. All
1: right.
0: I don't want to be the dead horse, really. Yeah? This isn't about time. You've been served the spiritual subpoena. I have too much confidence in mind. Have to drag this out. Yeah, you don't need a huge dissertation. All you need is a reminder. Yeah. Not that you are that, but about what you're not. If you try to go from what you're not to what you are, it's not going to work, because it hasn't.
1: <coughs>
0: if you de- if you negate the relevance of what you're not, you'll find out what you are. But you're never going to know what you are from what you're not. You're never going to be able to study what you are from what you're not. You can study what you're not, and you can learn about what you're not, with the hopes that it will distill into, I'm not that. And then when that false reference gets negated, you will be immediately what you've been looking for, and it will dawn on you, you've always been what you've been looking for.
1: Yes.
2: Can you rip on the uh, illusion of the duality of cause and effect?
0: Yeah. Well, here there seems to be cause and effect, because we're, we're dreaming like in a linear time frame, yes? So that which comes before seems to cause that which comes after. But in the mental state, it doesn't play that game. That which comes after is implied to be before. Yeah. So in a sense, the effect says it's the cause. As the Course of Miracles would say, it's, it's, uh, it's an effectless effect, right? So in this state, the effect, which is this idea of being a self, becomes the cause. So how can an effect be a cause? It can't. That's why it's called the effectless effect. Basically, there's no need to forgive anything because nothing ever fucking happened, in a sense. So, you see, if you don't see it in a linear way, you are already awake now. Yeah? It's not like it's going to happen later. What's going to happen seemingly later in the story will imply or immediately reveal it's now. Yeah? So, we're playing cause as a cause, but we're an effect. And in taking ourselves to be the cause, we miss out the true cause. And we believe our effects. But they are there are causeless effect. It's dreaming. Yeah? There's nothing that's ever produced anything here. Everything is happening, but nothing's happened. Yeah? Because there's only that which we are that's happening. It's the dreaming. It's like there's a great statement in in Course of Miracles. You and I are the dreaming of the dream. We forget that we're dreaming. How the hell did that happen? Well, it didn't. It just seems to have happened. Yeah? And how do we seem to forget that we're dreaming? Well, we've become identified as the dreamt. Yeah? This, like a great Zen master, Huang Po says, whatever can be perceived, cannot be perceiving. So we're all off the game board. Yeah? Whatever can be perceived, cannot be that which is perceiving. So, the body is not perceiving, yes? Because I can see you. So, whatever can be perceived cannot be perceiving, yeah? So, everything's out of there. Where was I? Oh, so this is, so the Course says, you and I are the dreaming of the dream, we forget that we're dreaming. And in that condition, what happens? We give everything we're dreaming the power to affect us, yeah? So now people think they have a thought, yet then suddenly the thought has them, yeah? people have a feeling on a Friday and then the feeling seems to ruin their whole weekend. Yeah? So now everything we're dreaming has suddenly turned on us as the dreamt. So we're being affected by our own dreaming, seemingly. Yeah? As this. Where the freedom is in the dreaming, not as the dreamt. The dreamt is a wishing of freedom in the dreaming. It's not going to go anywhere. It's realizing the dreaming. That's where the invulnerability is. So, I don't know what you were talking about, but the cause and effect thing. Time is different than what we think. Yeah? The mental state doesn't play anywhere near like we think we're playing, it uses something that comes after and it implies it's before. So, the sense of being you is produced. Yet when it's produced, it, and there's a presupposing that it's before all production. So you believe things are happening to you. You don't see you as part of the happening. You believe you're happening to you. It's happening to you. So you, the mental state has put you as the Alpha and the Omega, and suddenly now you're seeing everything and you're giving it all the direction it has, which it's happening to me. That's not fucking true. Yeah? How can it seem to be true? It only seems to be doing a switcheroo in time. Something that comes after is disguised as what is before. And then our whole story is based on that being the Alpha and Omega. That's why the whole fucking Greek alphabet doesn't make sense. We're on square four of the game. We don't see it from square zero. And part of square four is to look for square zero. hoping to get there as square four. No, all you see is you're not square, square four, that's square zero. Or not square 63, that's square zero. As soon as you realize the square you think you are isn't so, then square zero is the only reality. So every square that the opening happens up in reveals there's only square zero. So basically the game fucking didn't happen. Yeah? If you realize it on square 63, what's realized is square zero. And then you realize all the other squares are in square zero. None of them have taken square zero's place. They're appearing in square zero. When the appearance is seen through, you're seeing it through from square zero. Everything's passing through square zero. Everything's passing across the screen. But the screen... Do you ever go to movies, does anyone clap for the screen? Do they? When it's out, because the whole movie is based on the fucking screen, but it's getting absolutely no fucking credit from us. This is the space. If you're sitting here, there's there's a sense of space. Yeah, You can feel it. It's almost like there's another sense. You sense space. Because that's more of your nature than all this other baloney of being a thing. You are of no thing. Yeah, you don't. Do you stop here behind the cheekbone? There's a statement in the Bible that says the kingdom of heaven is within you. Now, if you're thinking you're a body, the kingdom is pretty fucking small, isn't it? With very little parking in mind, parallel parking. The kingdom of heaven is within you. It's within you. You're every fucking thing. Not with you. Within you as a body. The kingdom of heaven and all other things are in you. You're the context of everything. See that you're not the content and you'll get a hit that you're the context. But trying to get a hit as, as the content that you're the context, it can only reach a level of fucking false experience. It will never stabilize. How could it? Because it's reinforcing the idea of what you're not as being what so. How is a peak experience going to stabilize when it's not about a peak experience? It's about reflecting as the one who's having the peak experience. It's all, everything here is turned into a mirror to see the imaginary you. If you see you're not that, then things change dramatically. You travel later, and it stabilizes. And you're not huffing and puffing the travel later. You're not doing affirmations about traveling later. There's just it. The relief is not far. The rest is not far. It's not based on conditions and circumstances. You outshine situations and circumstances. It's worth the fucking term solution because it disappears as one. It's you, it's us. Nothing else is going to meet the requirements that is necessary. The only way you can have peace is being it. If you have peace, you're going to think you're going to lose it. That's not peace. The true rest is in being, not knowing or experiencing, or understanding, it's being. The vision is the key. The view or the understanding gets illuminated by the vision. It doesn't produce the vision. The vision is unproduced. It will illuminate the understanding. It will give life to the principles of non-duality. But the principles of non-duality are not going to produce vision, because vision is unproducible. It just is. It's always available at all times. It doesn't come from anything else. Nor does anything else ever fucking affect it. It will wash over you like an unspoken yes. And hopefully it will be dawn on you it's the last answer. There will be no need to get any other fucking answers concerning the nature of what you are. You'll be it. And you'll realize you can never not be it and it doesn't need your help to be it. And people who've seen me for a while, they why would they come back? I'm not that nice and shit like that. They come back because they've been traveling lighter over the years, and so they keep entertaining the ideas because the fucking ideas work in a practical sense. Who, what do you really want? Do you want a future enlightenment, or do you want to feel satisfied and content now? Yes?
2: How does a baby know not to put his hand in the fire twice? Hmm? How does a baby
0: know not to put his hand in the fire twice? I don't know. <laughs> like putting his hand in the fire once? But isn't this true memory? Huh? Isn't this
1: true memory?
0: I have no idea. I don't think a little baby has much memory.
2: I mean, as he vol- as he moves up, I mean, you know. Oh, I don't
0: know. I don't know how the action figure works.
2: Well, that's what I'm talking about, the action figure. To hmm? get to this stage, the action figure, the apparatus.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's based on memory for sure. That's how it learns. But it learns as a body, and it's remembered as a body it doesn't learn the most important knowledge, that it is what it is, yeah. Then that can be actually taken to be a topic or a goal it's gonna look for for a long time, when it is what's looking, yeah. When you were a kid, when I was young, there was no sense of self, yeah. It has to to grow through the mental development. Yeah, you can see it when the kids are starting to happen it it becomes ownership. That's mine, yes? Separation, ownership. You can watch the whole thing grow in a sense. And then what happens is gains momentum and then suddenly the five gates of conscious contact get overridden by the one fucking theater, the porno theater. So it's all about you now. And some people don't smell a fucking thing all day. Some people don't stop to touch anything. Other people never get hugged anymore. It's all up in here, not there is no here, but it's all up in a vacuum of what's not happening. How interested attention, which could be enriching your day, is being, is being used to enslave you, seemingly, to yesterday and tomorrow. How insane is that? To me, it's like slavery, really to look for, incessantly look for what only what you are can provide is slavery this is about freedom the freedom is prior to bondage it's not after the bondage you don't get released from bondage you realize you were never bound Yeah, that's the release you do not get released from bondage you realize there was no one ever to be bound you realize you're not the one who thought they were bound yeah that's how you get freedom the freedom is prior to everything not after things
1: yeah yes
2: in recovery i feel like i the my self that i imagine is driving everything is gradually being reinforced and pumped up by all the things I have to do to clean it up. And I feel like I'm going to wind up at the end of, or further on in recovery, with this polished, painted, repaired self. I'm going to be... I, I have this increasing discomfort that I'm going to wind up with a Polished, cleaned up self, but it, it'll be even more self and self centeredness than I came into recovery with. Does that make any sense?
0: Yes. Mm-hmm. But you see, the idea again mm. the self being polished isn't you.
1: No.
0: So if you have a Toyota and you clear it's not you, are you never going to try to fix it? Of course, you're going to allow it to get fixed so it can drive better. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's the thing. Yeah. So AA to me, recovery deals with action figure. Yeah,
2: basically,
0: it, it's, it fixes the Toyota, so you stop veering off the road and causing casualties left and right yeah exactly. to me it's like god rails g o d rails it gives you because if your toyota has a tendency to go off the cliff, maybe it'd be nice to have god rails to keep it on the road, yeah, but you're not you're not the toyota, yeah,
2: but I feel like it because I guess the action of trying to to repair it taking the steps uh looking for a higher power, (coughs) making amends, seems to me to reinforce that it's me doing all that.
0: that that If you're identified with it. it, it, That's That's why we're sharing this message. Because the Toyota, in some cases, in the dreaming, needs to be fixed. Mm -hmm. Why would you want to stop that with some fucking empty, non-duality philosophy? By thinking somehow, if I'm doing... Because you're not doing the, the, the fixing, right. you're being you're submitted to it. See, to me, recovery you don't change a thing; you get changed. You're submitting your the Toyota into a a possibility of change. That's what's all that's going on. Yeah, and then a mental condition gets diminished so that the passenger will be the emphasis, not the fucking car. Yeah. So you're not going to be polishing the windshield thinking you're a Toyota. The windshield will be polished so that which is looking can see through clear. Yeah, it's more of an attitude because this happens a lot. People in non-duality it turns into passivity. It's like, well, I'm not that, and so you know, if I do anything, because it's not you doing anything to fix the Toyota. It's the Toyota fixing. Remember, there was a, this tripped me out once, years and years ago. It was a BMW commercial with a very suave, you know, like a European accent going, you know, selling the car. It goes, you know, the new BMW 202 is virtually self tuning. So it sounds like it tunes itself. But it doesn't. If you go in and you're going to go have to get a tune-up, it's going to cost you $4,000. <laughs> but it sounded like virtually self-tuning. No, with no, t- no? <laughs> you're going to have to have tune-ups, but it's virtually self-tuning. Like, I'm virtually pregnant, but I'm not pregnant. You know what I mean? So the, that's what I'm talking about. So, so the, the non-duality, this is what happens in my view, one of the fundamental things. Is that it turns into self trying to be like a non-self? Yeah. So that's another weird way of polishing it. Yeah. You polish it like a re- like a sort of weird polishing. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're thinking you're not polishing, but you're really feverishly polishing. You're reading tons of books. You're fucking early. You don't see it as an invitation. You see it as a pause. Yeah. I gotta fucking get this. But that's the biggest deterrent. The biggest deterrent to the course being learned is the student. Yeah? If you lose interest, it goes a lot better. I swear to God. If you lose interest in all the shit that says it's pointing you to the truth, you'll be clearer than ever. It really... It's, I'm telling you. And I, man... This action figure needs a lot of fucking work. I would imagine... Its GPS is somewhat askewed by shooting cocaine for 14 years. So it tends to see highways as paranoia boulevards. You know what I mean? (laughs) It's got a very weird thing, and it needs help, the Toyota. Who am I to get in the way? Yeah? (laughs) I don't don't see that on the Toyota. So I don't swear off having maintenance done on it, because it's not maintenance done on me. Yeah? You see? There's no real no-conflict with it. People get... We're so identified as a body, we think that we have to not be a body. <laughs> you don't have to not be a body. The bodying is just going on. You just realize you're not a body. Yeah? You don't try as a body to become a not-body. It's pointless. It's not going to go anywhere. You'll be more of a body than ever. <laughs> Seriously. So what needs to be fixed and changed, allow it to be changed. What's changeless, just realize it's changeless. Yeah. So you'll stop trying to change what can't be changed and allow what can be changed to change. Basically in recovery, so that you and I can be of maximum use. So that the Toyota, without having so much shit in the back, can carry something. Like maybe the message to the next newcomer. Yeah. we want to make divisions, but if you look at the visions, they're all based on self-centeredness. There's still a thinking that you have a lot to do with everything. Yeah? There's a belief there, a very stubborn one. So, therefore, if there was never a self, then all those things you're trying to pin on self, you know, self drove me to do that, but there's never been a self. You've got to realize, you're the dreaming. You've been, you're dirty and a hypocrite and fucking the butt of irony constantly. We're the living joke all the time. You ever see the one... I, there's a, this is going off, but I remember when Bush in our country ran for term second president four years. He had four years already. So they like to have these things they call wedge issues. So one of them was gay marriage back then. Yeah, So he got this evangelical p- preacher from Colorado Springs, had a huge church, and he was going to be the vanguard crusader with his his attack on gay marriage, right? And so he was meeting with Bush every week, and he was on the TV, and then it comes out that the guy was having a, an affair with a male prostitute and snorting and, and speed for two years. <laughs> the fucking irony of it, yeah? He's like the, the preacher against all, and he's having sex with a male prostitute and snorting speed. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if someone takes a position, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a joke. Like spiritual people who think they're teachers. How can you teach non-duality? All you can teach is duality. All you can teach is about what you're not. You cannot teach about what you are. It's impossible. But they call it... I would say people go, well, I'm going to a non-duality meeting. Where? Where the fuck is there a non-duality meeting? <laughs> or where, there, where is there not a non-duality every meeting is a non-duality disguised as a duality to try to, to, try to get to non-duality <laughs> it seems to be adding a lot of mileage going nowhere and, but you have an incredible, incredible speedometer on your spiritual dashboard. I've traveled 100,000 miles. I should be getting sooner, closer. <laughs> when am I going to arrive? <laughs> then the, the visitors say, it may take lifetimes. Oh, Jesus, Christ! Or you've got to purify more. How the fuck can they, How much purification does it need to be what I am? <laughs> I mean seriously when am I going to it Abdel going to go off alright you've reached yeah. the level of purification but things are going to change and you'll be unpure again in a second you know what I mean how can you stay in purity here <laughs> and who's going to say if you're pure or not the fucking insanity in your head It's playing God on all your searches for God. That's playing God and critiquing your search. (laughs) If something takes fucking time and a lot of effort,
2: move past it, man. Fuck it.
0: If I was a Buddhist teacher, my sect would be laying down Buddhism. Just fucking take a nap. It's better than sitting for 13 hours meditating. Just take a nap. <laughs> Chill out. Why are you in such a rush? You can't go anywhere. <sighs> you should see it in your... there'll be a chilled outness. This, this relaxation is better than fifty time massages. You can't produce an effect like this. Something just drops and it doesn't go back. It just drops, and you see exactly what you were seeing, but things have changed. You can't even notice it because it's not noticeable. It's not like someone took a chair out of the room. It looks exactly like it was looking, but something has drastically changed. Yeah, and it stabilizes. You stretch out better, and you're you're not at the back of the house when when the uh, fucking packages come. When life is ready to bring you something, you're not in the garage. You're right at the door. You're there. Yeah. And when you're there, when you are present, which you are, that makes you available, and if you're available, you're of service. At least, or at most, you're holding the space for what's happening. Not as an effort, but as a state, yeah? You're just holding the space. Your friend's going through cancer, you're holding the space for that. They're going through a breakup, you're holding the space for that. You're just the space, basically. And there's never a you, you're just what the people make up to be you. I go to my family's weddings and my nieces and nephews, all they see is their father and mother this my brother and sister were the father and mother. They never see Paul. I never, I never go to any other weddings. When I go there, I'm their father because I look like my brother or, or I'm the, their mother because I look like my sister. I don't do anything. I just walk around, oh, you know, remind them of something that they miss. Fucking far out. What more, what... Any, it doesn't take any effort. I just show up and I look like them. That's it. But you'll be used. Yeah. And what would a hose be without the water moving through it? Would the hose ever fulfill itself without the water moving through it? Of course not. It would be an empty plastic little tube. But that water that moves through you, that spirit, that liveliness, that passenger in the Toyota is the greatest joy of the Toyota to carry that passenger. That's where the joy of the Toyota is. Not getting the greatest parking space, not being in front of the five, Indy 500, but fucking carrying the passenger. You know? Don't you sense something moving through at all times? Do you sense, do you, every moment of the day, do you sense you're the doer, Really? There's so much that... I've been doing, seemingly, showing up for these talks in recovery for 26 years. And I used to speak every Monday night for 16 years, if I was in America. And in those years, on those certain Monday nights, I felt like shit sometimes. I was waiting to hear if I had AIDS, my fairy princess had just broken up with me outside the meeting, I had fucking pain, I was sick as a dog, sinus infections, yet I walked in there, and I was willing to be of use, and something came through me, and as it came through me, all those pressing concerns were dismissed completely, and after this happening so many times, I realized, how could they be real if they could disappear so quickly? Yeah? All, the, all the pains, all the emotional upset, for that hour when I was sharing, it was all gone. It was producing absolutely no effects. Yeah? And then when I came back and it showed back up again, by its seeming absence, I realized it was never present. Yeah? If something that pointed and that concerning could be erased in a nanosecond, how real was it? But the only thing that was constant, I was there when I thought I was in the pain, and I was there in the absence of the pain. Whatever you think is you is going to end, but what you are doesn't begin or end. You cannot wait any fucking thing going on in your head, because you are reality, yes? The movie is going to end, but the screen will not. Yeah. Well... I thought I said, that's that, a while ago. (laughs) Got my second breath. Well, I love everybody. Not really, I guess. (laughs) Just loving right now.
1: It's
0: more of a blanket love, yes. Just out there. And it's just a great joy to have this, this seat assignment, yet I get nothing out of it, which blows me away. I can't make anything out of these events. It's just empty, like completely. I can't describe it. I can't do anything. All I can do is be used for it. That's cool. So, yes, we'll be here this weekend somewhere, undisclosed location. (laughs) Only special guests, or anyone who has money, can come in. (laughs) And I think we have two shirts back there. My, out of my I mean, famous collection and Zen know, we say, um, Then we I mean, have shirt. two? I think uh, I have two I men mean, I mean, show. I mean, four? four. <laughs> I may have some women <laughs> in there. Beautiful uh, depiction of the yeah, Buddhist yeah, Wheel of Life.
1: I have on, uh, the house if you want an yes. yes.
0: And, uh, well, did everyone pay? Yes? No, no. Stop no, passing no, the, I'm the basket. The, uh,
1: <laughs> 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 so, uh, um, Yeah, I think Brenda will want to. Oh, yeah, we'll do some songs. songs?
0: But let's do, let's get the pay first. Yeah. Yeah. I got a feeling they're going to start slipping out.
2: (laughs) How (laughs) much are the shirts?
0: I don't know. $20. Canadian? Probably $40. I'm losing money as I sit here
1: is it thirty now uh twenty's fine
0: i already i i this is all this is all like uh whatever i already made my money back and And we're going to have some beautiful music. We're going to have bass, I think, and the guitar. No bass tonight. No bass?
1: Uh,
0: Well, we have lovely Brenda McMorrow to sing again. Thanks, Paul. You're welcome, huh? have
1: lovely Paul Hederman. Yes. yeah, yeah. So and T- so the Dutch preocupers move
0: let's
2: wait for the (laughs) cash flow of (laughs) cash whatever you
1: like so beautiful I can't believe I